Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I am thrilled to welcome Sid to the program today. Welcome, Sid. Hello, lovely to be here. Thanks for joining me. What is your question for me today? Okay, so my question is around boundaries. Okay. It's when my boundaries don't keep my parents from still trying to control my body choices and my life choices, how do I find a middle ground between shutting them out and setting better boundaries so I can help them try to understand it's not about them. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So what have you already tried, Sid? Well, I live across the world from them. And okay. so our, we only ever talk on the phone and really it's kind of more just along with my mom. Mm-hmm. My dad follows what she decides. And in the middle of conversations, I'll stop talking about things or I will kind of let her know, like, this is my choice. This is what I feel good about. What does she say? What does she say that you're responding to? There's lots of when you dot, 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 it hurts me because dot, 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 or I'm your mother. So this is why you should do this. And Mm. And what what does she think you should do? Change. (laughs) Change Change the way you. A lot of it's like what I am wearing. how often I do or don't go to church. Mm, okay. Okay. So she's trying to to send the message that because she's your mother, she should be able to dictate yeah. what you do and how you dress or what you choose to do with your body. Is that? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. It, okay. It comes back to like, because I'm your mother, because the Lord said so, because the script, like there's all the tactics she can use. Okay. And then you've said you've been quiet at times. Um, what else have you tried? Yeah. I will be quiet or I'll say like, thank you for your opinion. This is what I'm going to do. Or like, I understand that this hurts you. I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm not trying to stop her from feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I kind of don't respond and I don't give into the, the manipulative gestures, then it, she just gets angry. It gets angrier and angrier and angrier. Okay. And how does that sound? Like what happens there? More of kind of what she would say. It just kind of turns louder and angrier, you know, like, well, I can't believe you would do this to me. And mm-hmm. I don't know why you think that's okay. And then okay. Just All right. Are you okay if we do a role play and you be your mom and let's yeah. play around with some different ways to approach this? Okay. Yeah. So let me have it. Be Be as real as you can. Okay. Um, so is it hot where you're at? I'm trying to understand why you're wearing a tank top. Oh, because that's what I choose to wear. And so you just totally given up on garments and you just, you just don't feel that's right for you anymore. I I need to understand this. You need to help me understand this. Yeah. You know, mom, I actually don't, I'm an adult and I do not need to explain to you why I choose what I choose. And I know that's probably really hard for you to hear. But I'm not willing to discuss my clothing choices with you. Okay. Okay. But I'm your mother. So you mm-hmm. should want to discuss this with me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm an adult. 
And I get to choose who I discuss what with, even though you're my mom. I know you love me. I know you want what's best for me. And I'm not willing to have this discussion with you anymore. Okay. I She would literally just keep saying what I... Hey, keep going. No, keep going. Keep going. Yes, but I'm your mother. It doesn't matter if you're an adult. I will always be your mother and you should still talk to me about these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I disagree. And if you keep bringing it up, I'm going to end the call. Okay, you can end the call. Fine. I just don't, I guess I won't talk to you. Okay. Thanks, mom. Love you. And yes, we've had this conversation many times. (laughs) Okay. So then what it sounds like is you need practice tolerating her being disappointed in you, being mad at you, feeling like or thinking that you've shut her out. Like what happens to you when she kind of does that? Like, well, fine. You know, honestly, I kind of do what you just did. Good. Oh, good. That And that's where I'm like struggling with the middle ground mm-hmm. because the conversations that aren't like that, mm-hmm. she doesn't remember. She doesn't, mm. like if I talk to her just about like mundane life things about my coworkers or like what I'm doing with friends, mm-hmm. she doesn't remember. So then every time I talk to her, it just kind of turns into like, oh, mm. you say you care, but you don't actually care until mm. it's something that you think is about you and then you care, but it's only Mm -hmm. to control me. Mm, Okay. So I want to ask, so be, be your mom again. Okay. Mom, I'm curious what you're making this mean about me. The fact that I'm not, that I'm choosing to wear a tank top. What are you making that mean about you? I'm not making that mean about me. It's about you. And I know the things you need to be doing for you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Because it feels like you're making it about you. I've been really... How am I making it about me? Well, you keep bringing it up. Yeah, it's because it's about you. And I need to help you understand what you're doing is not right. Mm. So, Oh, so you feel like you need to help me. Of course, I'm your mother. Okay. You know what, mom? I know you mean well, but when you do that, when you ask me things that really aren't your stewardship anymore, it pushes me away. Is that what you want? Do you want to push me away from you? If that's what you're doing, if you're going to push me away, then I then that's what you're choosing. Okay. So it sounds like she's not willing. So I'm out of character. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it sounds like if you're already saying those things, that you're going to have really short, superficial conversations with her. She's not willing to look at herself. She's not willing to see that she actually is making it about her. Right. Like what is, I mean, you're how old? 32. <laughs> so... The fact that she feels okay asking you about what clothing choices you're making is a problem. Like she's making it about like somehow it's her responsibility to put you on the right path. Yeah. And that's absolutely it. Like dead on. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because I'm I'm single and I am 32 and single. Oh my gosh. Heaven forbid. Yeah, you're just breaking all the rules, Sid. (laughs) I know. In a tank top without a boyfriend. Watch out. And I have a lip piercing. I'm doomed. Well, maybe it's because you're wearing a tank top that you don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) Just just That's it. That's it. I'm just just like you jumped into her mind. You've become her. Yeah. No, I. Okay. So let's look at it from your mom's point of view for a second. Mm. You are not doing what she thinks you should do or what is quote unquote the right thing to do. And it's scaring her. 
And my, my guess is that she feels like she's failed based on hundreds and hundreds of conversations with other LDS moms. I I think it's pretty, pretty clear that she somehow thinks that she's failed because of your choices. Definitely. And I, and the worry is because I, I don't plan on stopping making these kinds of choices. Mm -hmm. And each one is just as hard for her. And so it's like, I get another tattoo or another like set of ear piercings or yeah. Somehow skimpier clothes, then she's mm. just even more and more and more disappointed. Yeah. So as yeah. I just keep having the same conversations and the mm-hmm. same boundaries, is there anything we can discuss that's enjoyable that you'll remember? Yeah. So have you ever told her that? Like, mom, it only seems like you remember the conversations about church related, obedience related things. Those ones usually look like, no, you haven't talked to me about that before. Mm. I would remember if you'd said mm-hmm. that. Well, well, let me let me remind you again. You know what? We had this awesome event at work and blah, 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 blah. You know, so how would she take that if you kind of reminded her? She would take it like it's a new story. Yeah. And I, yeah, I definitely, like, I, I did that for a while. And then yeah. it just kind of turned into like, this is not connecting, having these yeah. conversations with you. Yeah, so she's really stuck and she's really scared. And what comes up for you having a mom who is so stuck in the way she thinks and the way she believes that she can't really see you? There's been a lot of mourning that I don't have the yeah. mother-daughter relationship that I want. Yeah. Lots of that. Yeah. So it's got to this point where it's like, I just want to talk to you. Like I want, I want to connect with you like I do with a stranger that I connect with that I'm feeling a lack of. And, and as I've started to kind of understand, okay, like this, this is who knows how many generations of conditioning with the pain that she's dealing with. Yeah. I find compassion and loving her. Mm -hmm. And then I want to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of just back to square one of like, okay, where do I connect? So Sid, it sounds like she's not capable at this point of having the kind of relationship that you need from her or that you want from her. Yeah. Yeah. Like the hard, honest truth. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless, I mean, until she's in enough pain that she has to look at herself, if, if that's, if that ever happens, it sounds like you may just have a superficial relationship with your mom. Yeah. I would probably just be. Because I think she wants a relationship with me because she feels like she has to because mm. I'm her daughter. And, and, and I do genuinely think she loves me. Oh, of course. How. Yeah. And, and I'm grateful for that. And and she wants to connect. But she doesn't know how when I'm doing all the things she doesn't want me to. Right, right. So her showing love is about getting you to conform to what she's taught you or what she thinks you should be. Yeah. And that doesn't feel like love to you. Right. Right. Totally. So you can reframe it for yourself and go, oh, this is her way of loving, even though it doesn't feel loving to me and, and kind of have a superficial conversation and just be like, oh yeah, well, I got a new piercing and blah, blah, blah. And, and she can go, oh my gosh. And you're like, okay, I know you love me, mom. And, and like, kind of not let that sink in to you as rejection. Just kind of yeah. go, yeah, okay, this is my mom showing love. Not what I want, but 
it's what I can, it's what I get, you know, at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Makes, it makes total sense. So then like, if I'm moving forward mm-hmm. and I see myself like moving away from the church, it's mm-hmm. just feels right. Feels like, and I keep picturing the conversations I have with my parents because my dad yeah. is a singles ward bishop. Uh huh. So he deals with people like me. <laughs> Mm. you know we're all the same to him but constantly so he sees the decisions I'm making as somebody who's struggling and somebody who needs him and the conversations have been like well can I talk to you as a bishop and I'm like you're not my bishop Mm -hmm. thanks and then my mom's afraid but I'm in this spot where I'm like it's actually not because of anything problems I'm having it's Mm -hmm. just this you're like I'm not struggling yeah, like I'm not I'm not struggling at all. It's just, and it's not even like I'm struggling with the church. It just feels right to let it go. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be a good enough answer for them. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel like I need to have a different answer. I'm like, I just don't want to talk to them about it. Yeah, don't. When you're 32, you get to choose which conversations you want to have with anybody. Right. It's, it's then- up to you. When it inevitably comes up, because I just eventually, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, right away or way down the road, if they're my parents, it will eventually, they'll know. I'm like, do I just worry about that conversation when it happens? Do I think about There's no sense in worrying about it right now. (laughs) Right. And you could just say, mom and dad, I need to talk with you. I don't want you to respond. I just need to tell you something. And then I need to like have you think about it and then we'll come back and you can ha- respond at a different time. So yeah. you can set things up that way where you go, okay, I need to tell you something. I need you to sit with it. And then tomorrow let's talk about your response. Or in a month. <laughs> or in a month or never, right? <laughs> never. You yeah. just feel what you got to feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's, you're really clear about like, look, I'm not struggling. I, it's time for me to let this go. And I know it's really painful for you. And it's probably one of the most painful things that I could choose. And I, and I feel badly about that and I'm still choosing it. Yeah. I like the way you worded that. Like I understand and I'm going to keep making my choice. Right. Right. So you can empathize with them. I mean, really, this is probably the most painful choice you could make. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Don't think I can't think of anything that would have hurt them more. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's so hard. It's so hard because you love them and you know they love you. Yeah. And, and I like my brain with like, well, you could explain this, you could explain this. And I'm like, I just to them I don't want to. They don't want to un- they're not in a place where they can understand, Sid. They can't understand right now because it's just too scary and painful. And it it's not p- because they don't love you, right? They I'm sure they absolutely adore you and they want what's best for you and they think they know what's best for you. Right. Right. That's where the disconnect is. And you're like, no, actually, that's my stewardship now. And I know what's best for me. And I get to choose that. Yeah. I was trying to understand them this way through a conversation the other day with a friend I was explaining to, and this is an older friend who has kids, not much younger than me, but like yeah. college age. And I was just kind of venting mm-hmm. about what we're talking about. And 
she goes, don't your parents see like all the good things you do and all the like how amazing you are? And I'm like, the thing is, I think they do, but it just feels like they see me as two people as like the daughter that they're proud of that does great things. And then the daughter who's struggling and failing and making them bad parents. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know how to see them because I feel like they see me as two different people. Mm -hmm. And they might, they may not have integrated their ideas about you. And that's their process, right? Like you're probably right. They probably are like, oh yeah, she's great. And she's struggling and she's, and so they haven't integrated those different parts of you and you can't make them. Right. And so that's just kind of the work that if they want to do it, that they have to do is recognize that you're all of those things. Right. So then what do the boundaries look like when I'm in person? It's been so long mm. since I've actually seen them in person that eventually, mm. hopefully within the next few months, I'll be able to visit home and yeah, no idea what those boundaries look like in person. Yeah. Well, they might sound something like, mom and dad, I'm really looking forward to our visit. And there's a part of me that's really nervous because I know that you will continue to bring up church-related things and try to counsel me. And I, I, I just want to be clear, I do not want to have those conversations with you while I'm there. Okay. It's fine for you to talk about things that matter to you, but not in relation to me. Like it's, I would love to hear how, about the great time you had at the temple last week about you, but not how you wish I would be going to the temple. Like that's, that's the line, right? So ask them to share about themselves, but not about what they wish you were doing. Yeah. What does that look like when it's manipulating, when it's not sharing about themselves, but they make it look like. Okay. So let's do, let's do that. Give me an example. Cause this is how they mainly do it. Yeah. It's, It's like, well, you know why I do this? And like, like when I got another ear piercing and uh-huh. my mom's response was, well, you know how I feel about that? And like quotes mm-hmm. the previous for strength of youth pamphlet. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what, how I feel about it. And mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, like this is where yeah. the conversation is no longer just interestingly about your views. It's right. you wanting to manipulate me. Yeah. And so you you cannot buy it and go, oh, I'm really glad. Good. That's great for you, mom. I'm glad you're really clear on your views. Like don't don't take right. the bait, right? Don't that's what I usually do. It's just very much like, yeah, I totally know that. That's yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> don't I I definitely think you should not get more piercings, mom. Yeah. Good for you. Yes. Don't let Yeah, like do not feel. Yeah, don't take don't take the bait. Don't let her draw you into that. Right. Just so like, like oh, it's about her. It keep coming cuz okay. Like, then it gets to to the exhaustion of just like I'm sick of listening to you talk about something, making it seem about you, but really you're trying to get mm-hmm. make it about me. Mhm. So change the subject. So mom, can I tell you about this friend that I met a couple weeks ago or, oh, I'm planning this trip with a friend, blah, blah, blah. Just change the subject. Yeah. Easy enough. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And just say, oh yeah, we, we think different things about that. Cool. 
So anyway, I'm planning this trip to France with my, you know, whatever you're, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. whatever the thing is. Whatever I upcoming. hope you're planning a trip to <laughs> France. <laughs> um, Very far future, but yes, yes, yes I am. <laughs> yeah. So recognize that she's coming from a place of love. Your dad's coming from a place of love. And because they love you, they're really scared. And what are they scared of? They're, they're scared. They're what? Your- that because the, I messed up, it's a very eternal damnation. Right. That they messed up and that you're not going to be with them in heaven. Yeah. Which is really frightening to parents. Yeah. And that's, and I kept thinking about that and kind of got to this angry place the other day of like, well, if this is what you're going to do for forever, then why would I want to be with you? Like, yeah. Yeah. If you're just going to try and manipulate me forever, that doesn't sound like an eternal happy family to me. Right, right. So just recognize that that's where they're coming from. And you don't have to get drawn into that. But know that they're scared. They love you and they're scared. And so they're probably going to continue trying to get you on the straight and narrow in quotes, right? Because they're scared, they won't be with you forever. And that would make them really sad. Yeah. and. I can feel differently and, and want to be with them forever. It doesn't right. mean that either of us are right or wrong, but. Right. You don't have to believe what they believe. Yeah. Because yeah, it sounds like you don't believe that you're not going to be with them forever if you want to. Right. No. And I, I mean, at this point I do want to. Right. So right. Just, yeah, my, my angry of like, you treat me this way. The right. little five-year-old. It's like, like well, you treat why me would I be I with you? <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, some some definite child healing that needed to happen. So, because they haven't gotten to the point where they're that open about their fears. I know they're Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And so in trying to empathize and sympathize with them, do I Mm -hmm. just, like, I understand that's your fear. I don't feel that way. I do believe no matter my choices, I will be with you forever. Yeah, we believe different things. And I hear that you're really scared. And that must be really hard for you. Okay. Yeah. We believe different things. Oof. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how they would actually respond to that because it could very much be, because I, I just imagine they'll just get angry. Okay. And what would that sound like? like? We believe different things. And then they say, what? We taught you better? We believe the truth. We taught you better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know better. yeah. I, I hear that it's really painful for you that I believe something different. It's probably really scary. Anything I can do, I don't know. I don't want to try and control their emotions, Mm-mm. but to invite them to like look at it differently. I don't know. So then you're jumping into like on their side of the court, like how they view the world is their thing. Right. I'm mean, like, I guess invite them to be okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. How would you do that? <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm like, because I don't want to, I don't want to control them. I don't like. Yeah. But you kind of do because it would make your life better if they would understand you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could just express your hope for that. I hope at some point you will be able to see this differently. So you're not in as much pain. Yeah. Because that's about you, right? Not about you need to see things differently or I want you to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I can do that. And I would feel natural doing that. Like, oh, Yeah, good. I hope someday without, this isn't as painful. Without trying to manipulate myself. Right. 
(laughs) This is really, really hard stuff, Sid. This is really hard because it's so tender to them and to you, right? You don't want, you're not trying, you're not doing this to hurt them. I don't get that sense at all. Oh, I'm glad because I'm like, do I sound angry and bitter? Because I feel like I might sound that way, but I just want to love them. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't get the sense that you are. I think you want to be understood. And I think you want to be heard and seen for who you are and where you are in your life. And they're just not able to do that at this point. And hopefully, you know, hopefully down the road, they will, but that's up to them. Yeah. And it's, it's strange because they're kind of the only people in my life that just so very adamantly don't want to understand me. It's not even that they don't and they're okay with it, but they don't want to. Mm. And I, I want to just challenge that. I don't know if it's they don't want to. It's that understanding you creates so much pain for them that it's scary. Like other people don't feel like your choices are a reflection on them. Your great aunt or your friend or your coworker, they're not thinking, oh, whatever Sid chooses is a reflection on me and my value as a person and how well I did my job. And so they are in a unique situation that they've invested way more than anybody else in your life. You know, they've invested a lot and and nobody else has invested that much. (laughs) Up to this point, at least. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So hopefully this was helpful for you today. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, this has been great. Thank you. It's been wonderful. You're welcome. What what are you going to take with you from our talk today? And try to remember or, or do differently. I think the the individual conversations are going to be probably more thoughtful on my part. Like, mm. it won't just be, oh, you haven't talked to mom in a while. Call her today. Mm-hmm. You're happy. And with a like, oh, who knows if it's going to be a good one or a boring one or whatever it is with any yeah. conversation. But it'll just be actual intentional. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. And have your have a few phrases ready to go. Like, oh, yeah, we think different things about that, mom. Or sounds like that's really painful for you, mom. Have them written down so you can kind of, you know, be ready. <laughs> so you're not like, oh, mm-hmm. what do I say? <laughs> yeah, when the inevitable new tattoo shows up and she sees that and or yeah. new piercing or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, just hard for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get that's hard for you. Yep, perfect. Yeah, Yeah, and just remember they do love you. They they don't know how to show it with you being so different than who they thought you would be. Yeah, no, that's like the perfect way of putting that. It's so different than what Mm -hmm. they want, what they expected. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned earlier that you're grieving. They're grieving too. They just yeah, probably don't recognize that's what they're doing. Right, right. They're grieving too. Like, this isn't how we thought Sid's life would go. No? Yeah. Ooh, far from it, that's for sure. Yeah, and you're like, this isn't the kind of relationship I want with my parents. And so in that way, you're both grieving. And maybe that's something you can connect on. Yeah, very true. Hopefully. It would be nice, actually. Yeah, it would. Well, Sid, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. You're welcome. I'm happy to. It was nice uh, middle of the night for me, but I enjoyed it. 
Oh, and remind me where you're coming from. Where are you? I'm in South Korea. Oh, my goodness. Okay, middle of the night. Well, thanks for waking up for this conversation. Oh, happy to. I just sat and watched Netflix until three, and I was like, perfect, it's my time. (laughs) It's middle of the day for me, so thank you for for working around my schedule. I'm totally happy to. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to what you've shared today. And hopefully some other parents will listen and and get some insight into what their adult children are going through. So thank you again for sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. I sure hope so. It's It's hard stuff. Yeah. Thanks again. You bet. Hi, friends. Have you ever thought of working with me as your personal coach? Well, I have a couple of openings for women in Utah or virtually all across the globe, and I would love to work with you. I'm a licensed therapist, and I've been specializing in women's emotional health and relationships for nearly 30 years, and I've transitioned to doing personal coaching. I love it, and I'm excited to work with you. I help women making career and life decisions, communication training, moving on after children have moved out of the home or after divorce, finding your passion in life, or creating partnership in your marriage and family. I also work a lot with faith transitions and mixed faith marriages. I'm confident that I can help you create the life you love. I can't wait to work with you. And you can use code 150 off for $150 off priority coaching with me. Go to drjuliehanks.com coaching or email hello at drjuliehanks.com for more information. Again, that code is 150, so 150 off OFF. talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.